0: welcome back to the ed morrissey show podcast edition we're a daylight but we're definitely not a dollar short because the prince of twitter the regent of redstate.com is with us again andrew malcolm at ah malcolm on the twitters is how you doing sir i'm doing very well and you look very chipper i'm well rested i took yesterday off and so I I sent Andrew a note in the morning. He's like, you know, I'm taking the day off and I think I'm really just going to take the whole damn day off. So uh, let's (laughs) do this on Tuesday. Um, I was joking around with Larry O'Connor because he mentioned uh, that uh, June 5th, 1985 was apparently the date that Ferris Bueller took his day off. Oh. And And so I said, well, that was what I was doing. I was... I was celebrating Harris yeah. Mueller Day. That's, that's, that's perfect. 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 Yeah. So it was pretty <laughs> awesome. Anyway, so we're, we're talking today, which is good because we've got more stuff to discuss, including Andrew's uh, two VIP uh, contributions at redstate.com, the debate over debates, and why is the U.S. in such a foul mood? And I say it's it's because it's on Twitter. That's <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why is the US in such a foul why are we in such a foul mood? What what do you think the answer to that question is? Well, there's so many things that seem wrong. Uh
1: and you start off with inflation which is taking its toll every month a new toll yeah. and like, you know, Biden likes to brag about things that aren't as bad as they used to be. <laughs> yeah. You know? Right so gas prices aren't five dollars they're 395 and so he thinks that's good news but that's a dollar 50 more than it ever was before that's the same thing with inflation you know it was nine what nine percent last summer and and now it's running at four nine or five percent uh so every time you go to the market and and i i do that uh, as part of my family chores uh something else or several something else's are are more expensive yeah and um, my income isn't going up (laughs) so uh, (laughs) so that that's that sets the fall level uh pretty high to begin with and then there's there's the turmoil in the country we've always had turmoil this is a very dynamic active country and People say, "Well, is it bad now?" And I said, "Well, you know, I compare everything to the '60s, which was awful, and uh, that was that was a nightmarish decade." And so, no, it's not as bad. It's not that bad now. But I think a lot of it has to do with um, with Joe Biden. Uh, you know, the the president, uh, our presidents, uh, we don't have royalty. Uh, but, uh, we do have elected presidents and we tend to follow them, um, like royalty. You know, I mean, they're here today, right. they're, there, they're over there tomorrow. They have security. They live in a special house, government housing with servants, 24 hours. And, um, but he's not, I don't know what percent he is, but it sure as hell isn't 50%. uh operating and um, he fell down again over the weekend at the air force academy and then he pointed to a sandbag which nobody else tripped over so uh, and and then we saw those funny sole shoes of his that are meant to give him a little a little extra height um
0: right you and know,
1: oh, i'm sorry go ahead
0: well i was gonna say i don't know if it's to give him a little ex- extra height or if it's to keep him from tripping because he's not a short guy. I mean, I think if I remember correctly, at least in, you know, like they say in sports, well, he's listed at six two, two hundred and ten yeah. pounds, but you know, yeah. he's you know, and yeah. with a reach of seventy seven, you know, seventy seven inches or something right. like that. Um, right. But I thought I think he's six two, so it's not like he's a short guy. I I think that those those might be to keep him from slipping. Um, well, okay. Maybe uh, I don't know uh, or whatever they
1: are. Whatever they are, they're not working, and and uh, <laughs> that's uh, true. And and um, so he's fallen again. He he talks funny. Uh, yesterday he was um, once again shaking hands with nobody who was there when the, the Kansas City Chiefs were there, and uh, he was shaking hands with no one near him. So. I uh I that's just generally disconcerting. You know, presidents are kind of like grandpas. They uh, with a few exceptions they've been older, older men who have uh seen the world, maybe been in the war, uh and um their their presence is supposed to give us some sense of stability and and we don't have that now. Um uh you know that Things may be bad, and like Winston Churchill, you know, things may be bad now and it'll, it'll probably get a little worse, but but uh, we'll get through this because we always do. Um, and uh, every time Joe Biden tries to say something, um, people are, that everybody I know looks at it and goes, oh, mm. it's like the elderly relative that you watched day by day decay in front of you. And there's nothing you can do about it, except that, you know, he was elected. So there's something we could have done about it. Um, and the signs were there when he got all cantankerous, which is hardening of the arteries in the town halls and arguing with people and talking to, to Iowa about how do they feel about Ohio's infrastructure. Uh, it, uh, you know, all the, the signs yeah. were there. And it's I it's it's generally disconcerting you know it's like it's like your peripheral vision in the dark you you can't quite see something but you know it's there and it's it's bothersome.
0: Well I want to talk to you a little bit more about the um about the fall itself right because that was I think that was a week ago or a little over a week ago right no oh, it was last weekend I was at the Air Force Academy Saturday. Okay. All right. So Yeah, so maybe ten days ago or so, or nine days ago, um, I've lost count. Um, I know we talked about it a little bit last week, just in terms of what the fall itself meant. But you know, now I want to talk a little bit about the what the coverage of this means, and and frankly, (laughs) the the lack lack, the lack of coverage. Now, in one sense. I can't say I'm surprised that there hasn't been more coverage of this because I predicted that there wouldn't be more coverage of this, right? I predicted that um, the the national media would look at this and say, uh, we can't possibly make Joe Biden look uh, frail, even though he clearly is. Uh, and instead, they rushed to sort of promote the White House line on this, which I hope is true that he didn't hurt himself and he's fine. I I certainly hope that that's the case, but I remember when Donald Trump just slid a little bit on a, (laughs) a, on a plane ramp and had to grab, I think it was Mark Milley's hand or arm to stabilize himself and then slowly walk down the ramp because it was wet. And also because he's in his mid seventies, he was in his mid seventies at the time too. And the national news media spent days talking about, is he oh, yeah, frail yeah.
1: to be president? Well, he's a Republican. Anytime a Republican does something like right. that. Remember Gerald Ford, uh, uh, who was a, uh, uh, a collegiate athlete, and he slipped He slipped on the Air Force One steps. And yep. uh, Chevy Chase made an entire career out
0: of mocking it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, he was and, really one of the most athletic presidents we've ever had. I mean, he was yeah, a exactly athletic exactly. star. Yeah. Well,
1: uh, so you can't you can't mock a Republican too much, and if you want to protect Joe Biden, you can't mock him at all. Yeah. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe Saturday Night Live, if there's anybody still watching it, but I think they're gone for the summer. But uh, eh, probably. Yeah, but uh, it's. Um, it's predictable that they're going to leap to his defense. But, you know, I mean, they have constitutionally protected freedoms and they're not living up to them. They're supposed to be a watchdog and they're not, they're a guard dog. And it's, it's, um, that's disconcerting too. Uh, They should be, what what is his condition? They should be talking to experts about it, demanding that the White House doctor be there. Uh, and instead, except for Peter Ducey, they just buy the, the White House line for that. Sad, sad press secretary.
0: Yeah, you know. Uh, yeah. And look, I mean. I, I will say that. I think that the. um that you can make an argument that he's okay right and he was all right and we shouldn't worry there was a there was a sandbag there there's been some funny <laughs> there's been some funny memes about putting the sandbag on the steps of the capitol during the january 6th riot and claiming that it's a <laughs> it's 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 it's, a, it's part of the it's part of the conspiracy um but to not even have a discussion about this with a president who's 80 years old and who's clearly got the cognition issues that you've been pointing out. You know, like you said, turning around to shake hands with people who aren't there, looking lost on stage, which, by the way, he did right before he tripped over that sandbag. It was clear that he didn't know where he was supposed to be going. And in that same speech also was not entirely coherent (laughs) in all the different points. Right. And Nobody wants to talk about that yeah i uh, i
1: i don't I don't know what to say. it's shocking uh, and i it, it's disturbing for the it's, for the country because um they could help uh create a glide path uh yep. for him, and they're gonna obviously if if the nominee for republicans is trump, they're obviously gonna demonize him and uh, they make that the only realistic alternative is is Joe Biden uh, and uh wow i mean he's turning 81 this year
0: um, and yeah he's going to turn he, and yeah he's going to turn 81 he'll be 82 when he runs for re-election <laughs> assuming by the way that he actually is running yeah. um, well you've said
1: election. you've said you don't think he's is going to be it and i I don't know why I don't. I know why he wouldn't be it. I don't know how the Democrats are going to get around it. They seem to be just prepared to. Well, the hole in the boat is at his end of the boat, so it doesn't affect us. Uh, I uh, I don't know how they could get rid of him, but they could. You know, he could have. um, He had a couple of brain aneurysms before. He could have, or they could feign something. I don't know that he'd go along with it. But uh, feign something to give him a a gracious exit with great honors and send him off to the beach uh, to fall there. I don't I don't I don't know how they're going to get rid of him if if in fact they do. But I can't believe they put him up because it is the poll numbers are so awful for him, even among Democrats. Uh, And there's no way you recover from that. I mean, uh, they're not having debates in the primary um, <clears throat> to protect him, but. Uh, Which is typical.
0: General- in fairness, that's typical when you have an incumbent president who says he wants to run for reelection. Usually the party clears the path and. and-
1: yeah, but the, the, the
0: guys. Well, OK, but I mean, I, I mean- Kennedy is polling at what, 20 percent, 19 yeah, I was just talking to uh, Vince Cullianese about that on WMAL. I mean, really literally right before we uh, right before we came on the air. And um, and I honestly think that that's not an RFK junior vote. I think that's a not Biden vote. And th- I mean, yeah, it yeah. might even make your point even better because of that. You got 20 percent of the Democrat Party that don't want to vote for Joe Biden, even though he's the current incumbent president of the United States. And I think that that's a real warning sign for Democrats. And it's one of the reasons why they're so keen, Andrew, to make sure that Donald Trump is the Republican nominee. And the one reason why the media wants to make Donald Trump the, 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 the the counter argument to Joe Biden, because if it's Donald Trump, Democrats will turn out just to vote against Donald Trump. If it's somebody else, they may not show up to vote for Joe Biden. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Right. Uh Um, Man, I love it when you say that I'm absolutely right. You you, you have my permission to keep doing that. Since you're I'll the know. prince of Twitter, it carries a lot of weight. I do it when you are. Of course, that
1: doesn't happen very often, but.
0: Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, fair enough. <laughs> so, you know, this is I, I, and I think part of the reason why people are unhappy co- coming into this. And it may, you know, I, I mean, this is just a gut, a gut call on my part. But I think part of the reason why people might be unhappy coming into this thing, Andrew, or or right now, is because they're coming into another cycle where it looks like they're going to be asked to choose between the two worst potential um, choices for a national election. Uh, They had already done Trump-Biden once. I don't think voters, by and large, want either of these guys as their choices in 2024. No. No. I agree. You're absolutely right, Ed. (laughs) I I love it. (laughs) One one of the reasons I get away with this is because I just read what Andrew writes and I just (laughs) say, Andrew, tell us about how smart you were.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you're pretty smart.
0: (laughs) Oh, I I hate to do that, Ed, but since you insist. (laughs) (laughs) So, but I mean, but the media is definitely... A big part oh, of this, right? And the they time. are totally circling the wagons around Biden and the Democrats right now. And and I think one of the most amusing parts of this, right? Was the uh after the outcome of the debt ceiling deal. And we did we talked a little bit about this last week, but not so much about the media uh part of this, but they you know, they they finally get the debt ceiling deal passed, just the way I said it would. They get down to the last minute. Suddenly mm. everybody would find a a a compromise that would piss off people but they they vote for it overwhelmingly because nobody really wants to get stuck with this um nobody wants to be the turd in the punch bowl uh when it comes to a technical default and and then everybody would find a way to move on right um but it was clear that kevin mccarthy won this particular battle now he he didn't get a ton of concessions but the fact that there were negotiations at all was a humiliation for joe biden who insisted for 97 days that he would not negotiate any terms for a debt ceiling deal <laughs> even after the house passed a debt ceiling increase with spending cuts attached to it and he wasn't going to negotiate wasn't going to negotiate and he had to eat his words and give uh, you know and hammer out some concessions with kevin mccarthy to get this thing you know, passed in both chambers of Congress, and the New York Times, I swear to you, comes out. And I don't have the tweet anymore; it's not in front of me. But the, their tweet and their headline was something about you know Joe Biden bolsters his reputation as a dealmaker <laughs> in, in debt ceiling win. It's like yeah,
1: no, yeah. They're not gonna call got him to out. Be
0: kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they they
1: see him fall, and well, it's okay. He wasn't hurt you know honestly i don't care if he was hurt it shows that he's incompetent physically yeah. incompetent yeah. um uh and so i i uh, i i you know i get strange for me to say but i sometimes i get at a loss for words you just sort of watch it and uh, the emperor is clearly naked and no one else is seeing it except
0: you and i well, that's right. That's because we're that's because we're smart. Well, you're we're smart. smart and we're brave and intelligent, <laughs> incisive. Whereas, inf- whereas inf- Joe Biden sort of like, you know, Fredo from Godfather 2 <laughs> I'm smart. <laughs> I deserve respect. I know it with you. I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I want to get to your other column topic, by the way, because it's, uh, we're having a lot of fun with this. But um, the debate over debates is crucial for the GOP's future. And, you know, we kind of just got done doing the debate over debates for Democrats, which is that it's perfectly reasonable for them not to want to have any, especially with Joe Biden being your incumbent president. But... um you know, there's a lot of debate over the debates where do, where they're going to do who they're going to partner. They're going to talk about the GOP now who they're going to partner with, who's actually going to participate in them. Donald Trump has suggested at least that he might skip some of them, um, especially the one at the Reagan Library. Um, and. Um, which I think would be a, a, a huge tactical error. I know Trump tr- Trump did this in 2015 and it worked for him because he was the novelty guy but he's the leader of the party. If he doesn't want to show up for the party's own, the party's own events, it's a little, it, it seems a little different this time around to me. Plus the fact he leaves the the playing field
1: uh, with the clock still running and everybody else can, can score points while he's gone. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't, th- yeah. I don't think he wants, to, I don't think he wants to allow that. I mean, he can have his own event separate and, and mock everybody, but
0: I think people are going to take it seriously. Uh, if, if he's there or not. Well, I think so too. And, and again, it, I think this points up something again, I think we may have discussed this before, but just to put this out there one more time, I think that Trump and his team are thinking that you can just replay 2015 again, or maybe even 2019, 2020 again. And, um, but, you know, in terms of re- winning a primary 2015 again and get the same result, and, the, and the, it's a vastly different <laughs> situation this time around. Yeah, he's, he was president for four years, and that has certain expectations, especially if he's relying on the argument that I was president and I, I'm i owed a second term, which sounds a little bit like Hillary Clinton's, it's my turn and you owe it to me, sort yeah. of approach to things. Yeah. Um, and if he doesn't have a better argument than that, I'm not sure that that's going to fly, but it's certainly not going to fly if he's not engaging. And uh, you're right about the fact that the other candidates are going to engage. They're going to be on that stage every single time. But what what are the issues that you are outlining in your, what do you think the top issues are for Republicans, so the RNC maybe even particularly, what do you think the top issues are in the debate over debates?
1: Well, I hope they're looking to the future, more. I mean, i'd I'd hate to, right. I'd hate to re revisit COVID and the pandemic and all that crap again. I, I'm, I'm tired of that. I would like to see them talk about the future. I I would uh, predict that Ukraine will be in the debate. Oh sure, uh, spending will be in the debate. Um, I mean, I think the one good thing that Joe Biden has done, and I don't know that it's him that's doing it, but his name is on top of it, is supporting Ukraine uh, as much as he has. Um, And uh, if Putin wins in Ukraine, then he's not going to stop. He didn't stop when he took over uh, two provinces of Georgia. He didn't stop when he took over Crimea, except when Donald Trump was in, who was unpredictable. So we had four years Where he set aside, Putin set aside his ambitions. Then um, uh, two months, two months after Joe Biden came into office and Trump was gone, uh, Biden started or uh, Putin started organizing the invasion of Ukraine uh, because Biden was part of the whole. Ignore Crimea. And all they did was some sanctions, and sanctions just don't work. They're they're, right. they're just, especially the lame ones they tried then. They just don't work. It sounds good for a photo op, but it's it means absolutely nothing. So, uh, I think I'm I'm afraid that Republicans will try to maybe back off, which is what Putin's counting on putin's counting on the west tiring of supporting ukraine and um i hope that doesn't happen but i'm afraid it might um spending obviously will be uh, will be one of them um uh, one of the issues uh, I, uh, trump is is immigration certainly will be a high topic uh i see trump the other day said that on day 1 he was going to uh uh uh, rescind the birthright, um, of, uh, yeah, yeah, which he can't do, uh, and which he promised to do in fifty two thousand fifteen. 2015. So, uh, and he didn't do it. Uh, we had four years to try, but he didn't do it.
0: Um, so. Well, again, I and know. I think that that's also, I mean, it takes me back to my earlier point is that he doesn't understand <laughs> Or at least he doesn't seem to understand that he is not just running against the establishment. He's also running on his own record. And he he made that, like you said, he made that promise eight years ago and he spent 1,491 days in office and neither on day one nor day 1491 did he (laughs) issue this EO that supposedly was going to uh, affect this. And I mean, there's a good reason why he didn't issue the EO, EO because it won't work. Um, you'd have to amend the constitution in order to change that. Um, But at any rate, um, all that does is it points out his own failure. And I don't think he thinks. I don't. Yeah, I think he's playing checkers. I
1: think he's playing
0: checkers.
1: No, I think you're right. I think I think he thinks that this should be a coronation, and he'll go through the motion of of having a campaign. But it really uh, is a done deal that he's going to get the nomination. He may get the nomination, but uh, it shouldn't be a coronation. He should have to compete for it because he's not an incumbent president. He's a former president.
0: Yep, indeed. All right, Andrew, we probably should wrap things up here. But before we go, oh my! Before yeah. we go, we got to do the jokes of the week. I got a couple for you. Okay, but would- go. You go. No. OK, well, I'll do one of mine first and we'll get yours and we'll, then I'll finish off with one because I want to make you laugh going out here. So. All right. So a guy calls the police a guy calls the police department, he's slurring his words, right? He says, I, I want to report that somebody's broken into my car. Is that OK? And he says, well, you know, they stole the dashboard, the steering wheel, the brake pedal and the accelerator. And then. The guy, the guy in the 911 Center says, All right, where are you? He says, Well, I'm right outside my house. Oh, wait a minute. Never mind. I got in the back seat. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. So I got that one from jokes of the day.net. Uh, and now, Andrew, your jokes of the day. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Seth Myers said,
1: According to a recent survey, The average American believes that uh, he or she can survive for 16 days in the wilderness, adding, wait, what's the Wi-Fi password? (laughs) 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 Yeah, Um, my uh, one of my sons is in the military and he had to go through a special ops training and, you know, they have to go in the wilderness and survive on what they can find. And uh, uh, that, and it was raining. That sounded like a nightmare to me. Um, so I think I'll, whenever we have a thunderstorm, I usually say to my wife, well, I think I'll sleep inside tonight. Um, <laughs> let's see, as, uh, this is an old one. Seth Meyers said that Joe Biden misspoke during his visit to Michigan, referring to his father, who was a salesperson at an auto dealer, as a coal miner. I'm sorry, but how the hell do you mix those two up? That's like saying, and my mom was a homemaker. Oh, wait, astronaut. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's true. It's true. He wants wants to identify so much. Yesterday, when he had the uh, Kansas City Chiefs there, he started reminiscing about his short football career as a freshman in college. (laughs) <laughs> and his 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 mommy made him made him quit because um, his grades weren't good. Uh, so, I mean, how do you how do you get up in front of professional athletes that just won the Super Bowl and talk as if it mattered what you did when you were in college football? Um, you know, he told when he was at the Air Force Academy, he told them that he uh, he got admission there. He told the Naval Academy last year that he got admission there. Yeah. But if 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 that had really happened, it it happened when he had already graduated from college.
0: So yeah, the guys well, the, I, the guys a, the guys just a, a, a pathological liar is what he is. He's yeah. a, he's a fabulous. He's you I, know I, I had a long career as a truck driver. no, no, no you didn't. No, yeah, you didn't. I used to drive a truck. Had a little Ram fifty. <laughs> <laughs> had about a year. Uh, that anyway, qualifies me as a truck driver, apparently. Go ahead. One more. One more. Seth
1: Myers. Producers announced a documentary about lifestyle expert Martha Stewart that it will stream on Netflix. And if you don't have a Netflix account, she'll show you how to make one out of driftwood and corn husks. <laughs> 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 I like that one. I like that good. one.
0: Yeah. All right. One last one. This one comes courtesy of the Babylon Bee this afternoon. Okay. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I take that back. This is from a couple of months ago, but I just saw it this afternoon. Um, an envoy of extraterrestrial beings stifled their frustration and asked to be taken to a different leader after their initial meeting with President Joe Biden left them confused and exasperated, Sources to say. I guess he's not the leader they were expecting, said an insider who spoke on condition of anonymity. It was a classic sci-fi movie scenario with the aliens arriving and tell us, take us to your leader. We quickly set up a meeting with President Biden and... Uh, Things went downhill from here. The aliens were already asking why we kept shooting down their peace offering balloons containing Hickory Farms cheese and sausage gift baskets. <laughs> but I guess it really started to get bad when the lead alien put out his hand to greet the president and Joe bent down and bit the creature's finger.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love the battle. You know, that's, that's a traditional summertime
1: greeting in Delaware. To bite the, bite the hand that's shaking your
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, you know, that's that's what all you know ex uh ex-coal miner, truck driver, uh football playing Air <laughs> Force and Naval Academy uh graduates. Graduates too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, it's been another fun week with the Prince of Twitter, the regent of redstate.com, Andrew Malcolm. You gotta follow him on at ah Malcolm on Twitter. That way you get links to all of his great stuff going up at redstate.com. Andrew, we'll talk again next week. We will. Thank you, Ed. And thank
1: you, everybody. See you then.
0: See you then.